I'm Dr. Anthony Bolus, and welcome to Healthy Dose. Today, we sit down with Angela Doctor, a nurse from Children's of Alabama who coordinates the school scoliosis screening program for many children in our state, as she defines scoliosis, who the condition affects most, and how to handle a positive screening. Well, you can't prevent scoliosis, but the goal of screenings and treatment of scoliosis is to minimize or halt curve progression while the child continues to grow. More to come on today's edition of Healthy Dose. This is Healthy Dose, brought to you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Samford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at samford.edu slash pharmacy. Welcome back to Healthy Dose. I'm Dr. Anthony Bolus. As many of our children go through numerous tests and exams over the school semester, there is one exam that needs to be passed outside of the classroom, a scoliosis screening. Angela Doctor, a nurse from Children's of Alabama who coordinates the school scoliosis screening program for many children in Alabama, defines scoliosis, who the condition affects most, and what to do if you find out your child may have scoliosis. First, Nurse Angela defines scoliosis, who can help to identify the condition in a child, along with what signs and symptoms to look out for in your child. Scoliosis is a side-to-side curvature of the spine with an S or C shape to the spine and a spinal rotation that can occur during rapid spinal growth during adolescence. Scoliosis is noticed frequently as a result of a well-child checkup by their pediatrician, school scoliosis screening program, school nurses, and by concerned parents. Signs and symptoms that may be noticed are uneven shoulders, uneven scapulas or shoulder blades, uneven hips, uneven waist, and when performing the Adams forward bending test, when bending forward at the waist with the arms extended forward, look for one side of the back being higher than the other. In trying to figure out how this condition occurs, Nurse Angela explains that scoliosis can be related to a few conditions or traumas, but most commonly scoliosis is simply spontaneous in children and the cause unknown. Well, no one knows the cause, the most common form of scoliosis called idiopathic scoliosis. In adolescence, we refer to this type of scoliosis as adolescent idiopathic scoliosis, which means the cause is unknown. You can have congenital scoliosis. That's a defect at birth where the vertebrae are not properly formed. You can have neuromuscular scoliosis, which is seen in children with cerebral palsy and muscular dystrophy, where you have an imbalance in the muscles that support the spine, allowing the spine to have a curvature, and can have secondary causes from infections, tumors, or fractures of the spine. Nurse Angela further elaborates who this condition mostly affects and if there is a way to prevent scoliosis. You can't prevent scoliosis, but the goal of screenings and treatment of scoliosis is to minimize or halt curve progression while the child continues to grow. In childhood, idiopathic scoliosis occurs in adolescent boys and girls ages 11 through 14 years of age, but is seen more often in girls. To help decrease the chance of scoliosis being a painful and debilitating condition for our children in the future, Nurse Angela illustrates the importance of the screening and how early detection is critical to having best results, which is why the screening is required by law. Well, screenings for scoliosis are required by law, 
each year for public school students in the state of Alabama in grades 5th through ninth grade, typically ages 11 through 14. Children do most of their growing between the ages of 11 and 14. Therefore, it is important to be screened annually during this time of peak spinal growth. Early detection and treatment produces the best results. For most children, scoliosis is not a problem, but for few children require more than just periodic observation. So early detection, early detection is key. For a parent who finds out that their child is at risk for scoliosis, Nurse Angela states for you to not panic and to set up an appointment with your child's pediatrician. Well, if they ever receive a notification as a result of your child's school screenings, you know, of course, first, don't be alarmed. Just have your child examined by a pediatrician as soon as possible for confirmation. In terms of the treatment for scoliosis, Nurse Angela describes that this treatment strategy is broken down into three categories. As a general rule of thumb, treatment falls into uh, three categories, observation, bracing, and surgery. Uh, small curves less than 15 to 20 degrees are observed over a period of time to monitor if the curve increases. Bracing may be prescribed when the child has a larger curve between 20 and 40 degrees to prevent further progression of the curve. Of course, surgery may be recommended for curves in excess of 40 degrees. For a period of time after spinal fusion, certain activities are continued gradually as the body heals, but individuals are then encouraged to participate in their usual activities. Nurse Angela gives some helpful tips for those children who undergo surgery as to what to do upon returning back to school. Transitioning back into school would be very important. Normally about six weeks after surgery, and of course that's an estimate, every child is different. There are things that can be implemented like not lifting anything heavy, having two sets of books, so one at home, one at school, so the kids are not having to lift those having a top locker at school to avoid bending, having extra time to get to class to avoid crowded hallways, and maybe having a roller book bag to, to help avoidance of lifting anything heavy and waist bending. Lastly, Nurse Angela explains about the Children's Scoliosis Program as it is a community service for the schools and they do go out into our communities as well. Well, the Scoliosis Screening Program is a community service that we offer through Children's to our schools here in the state. This program screens about 35 to 40,000 students a year, typically are covering about 11 to 12 counties here in the state. We do participate in community health fairs, offering information about what scoliosis is, what to expect during the screenings, and what to do in case of positive findings in schools. For more information, they can check out childrensal.org. Be sure to get your child's scoliosis screening in with your nurse and or your child's pediatrician today. For Healthy Dose, I'm Dr. Anthony Bolas. You've been listening to Healthy Dose, Brought to you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Samford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at samford.edu slash pharmacy. To learn more about this program or other episodes, go online to healthydose.org. Join us again this time next week for your next Healthy Dose. <laughs>